up to this day deh gue masih suka denger kayak just people throw that word around and but they they didn't mean it in a, in a good way as in kayak oh lo orang oh lo uh, orang apa kayak that's the, that's just nice gitu kan mm-hmm. but like if you put it in a, in in a bad context then it became offensive of course kan kayak oh they do this mm-hmm. karena karena bicara mereka si word like Hey, 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 and welcome back to So What? We It's great to be back again <laughs> today with Sheila and Feli joining us in our latest episode. So It's good to be back. Good to be back. Mm-hmm. Good to be, yeah, good to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to kick off our latest episode, um, as per traditions, why don't you guys start by telling us how your week has been The way that you frame that question is just so awkward. Like, just ask <laughs> us what's up. Maybe that would have been better. <laughs> But anyway. Okay, uh, who fine. <laughs> who wants to start? Sheila, you want to start or me? Fairly, fairly. You go okay, ahead. fine. I'll go first. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm just really excited because guess what? The trial for my case is over. Ha, ha, ha. So Yay, oh shit stuff stuff Yeah right I mean you know as you guys know from last week's episode I'm currently um on a work related trip to an African country an African nation and I've been here for like five weeks almost one and a half months Uh, and yeah, actually the purpose of this trip is to attend the trial for my case, the case that I'm assigned to, the case that I'm working on. I'm not going to go into details, obviously, but <laughs> I'm just really excited because that trial is done. Well, Yay, you've I mean, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? I deserve like a pat on the back. Um, mm-hmm. So right now it's just a matter of spending um, my remaining days in Africa on a proper, proper vacation, just winding down and, you know. Well-deserved vacation. Mm-hmm. After yeah. two long years, I think that's at least what you can do for yourself. So what, where are you going? Where are the plans, Phil? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take a short flight out to Ethiopia after this uh, next Friday, um, and then once there, I'm gonna start doing my research. I guess I already know several things that I want to do once there. Uh, the Addis Ababa National Museum is actually the home of um, the oldest recorded um, human ancestor. Um, oh. who we know as Lucy. Do you, do you guys know who Lucy is? Like, she uh, used to, like, when they when they discovered her remains, like, she made the front page of National Geographic. I remember this specifically. Like, I was in middle school, like, in, in elementary school, I think. It's pretty cool. That was years ago, Phil. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long time ago. But apparently, Lucy is currently kept by the National Museum of uh, Addis. So it's 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 uh, of Ethiopia. I mean, it's pretty cool. And then, aside from that, they also um, have this pretty like famous one of the most famous like national parks in Ethiopia because it's called the Simian uh, Simian Mountains National Park. So you can like 
you can t uh, basically, you know, go there to see all kinds of native uh, Ethiopian, you know, animals and stuff. So yeah. What's 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 a native Ethiopian sort of animal species over there? Like a uh, sloth, or like, I mean, I know okay, in Indonesia we have <laughs> I don't know okay, badak bercula satu, I guess, or stuff. Yeah, honestly, I haven't really uh, done enough research um, on that. All I know is just that the national park is going to be a pretty cool place. Um, let me just quickly <laughs> Google. <laughs> because I don't know actually I don't know what to expect really you know what Kev? I've always said this and I'm going to say this again now Tapi, I'm a little bit jealous of you I really want to go to Ethiopia it seems pretty cool because I read yeah. I, I'm a big fan of coffee I'm a, I'm a big coffee guy and I read this book The Devil's Cup and it tells the story of this guy journalist retracing the um, history of coffee around the world and Ethiopia is you know clearly one of the places he has to visit Karna it's Apparently, one of the yeah. earliest recorded place where they actually had coffee beverage. Back then, they yeah. drank coffee with their leaves instead of the beans grounded. So mm. they make like sort of tea out of the coffee leaves or something. So yeah, it's no, it's yeah, you're 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 um. So it's it's actually that's very that's very true because I just uh, like a couple of weeks ago I watched the Mark Wins. Mark Wins is a YouTuber. He's like a street food type of vlogger so he makes like lots of vlogs he would go around the country and like he would visit some of the most exotic places on earth to mm. like taste to get a taste of their street food basically and one of the places that he most recently went to was Ethiopia and then he, when he was there he actually got to taste like authentic um the authentic way uh the authentic Ethiopian coffee and the way that they drink it as well Mm-hmm. Um, and so apparently Ethiopian people, they would uh, basically drink their coffee black. Um, so mm-hmm. they would rarely like put milk in it. They would rarely like put sugar in it, of course. And mm-hmm. then um, they would sometimes they would dip this. I forgot what the plant is called, but it's like some kind of a flower thing. Um, it's hmm. like a, it's a it's a very small flower, and they would dip it in their coffee to give it a little bit more aroma. So it's really cool. Also, they have like their own national coffee ceremony, uh, where they would uh, basically roast their own coffee beans, and they hmm. would like brew their coffee and like put it in this apa sih kayak container yang tanah liat itu apa sih kayak clay pot <laughs> Never mind. yeah it's made of clay tapi buka it's not a pot apa ya kayak um, kayak kendi iya yeah, ya yeah, kayak kendi gitu kalau di kita mm-hmm. mereka naruh di situ terus kayak it's just it's really it's really sweet the way that you know they have so much respect for their coffee oh. I know. and i think they I'll have their you. own i think they have their own thing kayak um wasn't it that they had a religion kayak a new religion in ethiopia rastafarianism Isn't that like a real Ethiopian religion? Ah, orang, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm going to sound super ignorant, but... <laughs> yeah, me too. Tapi, I, I remember vaguely that they made the sort of um, king of Ethiopia or something like that, head of state. His name is Haile Selassie as the sort of head yeah. figure of the religion. And that's why okay, I associate it with Ethiopia. All I know is that Ethiopians are mostly Orthodox Christians. Mm. Um, and... 
it's 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 so cool to see how they conduct themselves religiously because um mereka tuh they're so it's it's so orthodox that it's like it's like when you go there and you see these people go to church it's like you're transported back into the biblical times you know <laughs> like the women oh, like yeah. the women would wear like kayak kudung kayak bunda maria gitu bunda maria <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from. I actually watched this National Geographic documentaries on how apparently one of the rumored places where of where the Ark of Covenant is, is actually in Ethiopia, in a church mm-hmm. called Rose something, I think. Yeah. Like what I'm into this past week. Yesterday, I'm going to enter the white basic bitch mode, okay? Um, yesterday, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift just released a new album. Can't really say new. She Another? recorded. No, no, it's it's um. I remember when we were like elementary school or junior high school. Mm-hmm. She has this fearless album, and then she recorded it because of some legal issues with Scooter Brown and stuff. So she doesn't have her. I, I don't. I don't really know how it works, but she doesn't own her song, so she recorded it, and it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to listen to those songs again as a 22 Did years it? old. Maksudnya, uh, dia, ini albumnya tuh album sambungan dari yang udah, yang dulu, apa gimana? No, so she released this album like back in 2008 or 10, I guess. But something went wrong with the with the legal issues and stuff like that. Intinya, she doesn't own her, her songs, so she can't sing it again, so she can't, basically it's not hers. So she re-recorded it, so it's the same album basically, mm-hmm. but it's, Uh, she re-recorded it this year or last year. Remastered. Yeah, it's like a like that. It's the same song, but it's just fun to to look album back. Album yang Which which album was it? The, the, the first. Oh. I, I don't know if it's the first. I think it's the second album. But aside from Taylor Swift, ah, yesterday I think I think because it's uh, yesterday is Friday. Yeah. Every band and singers they release new music. Um, Brockhampton just released a new album. It's a good album. Brockhampton. Okay, I'm about to also get cancelled. I actually don't know jack shit about Brockhampton. Like the only reason why I even know about that name is because you told me about him. But then like that. Yeah. Aside from that, this is, is the first time I heard that. Is no, it a but group? Is it a hit? It, it's, it's a group. It's a group. So I mean, I, I will get cancelled for this, but I don't really really listen to rap either. But They're a group, like um, they're a group, and then they rap basically that. Anyway, mm. speaking of getting canceled over things that don't matter, um, <laughs> that's actually uh, that's that's actually what we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah. Um, oh, 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 oh! <laughs> I have to say this though before we move on. Prince Philip just died, guys, and we just we're just going to glide over that. Oh my, oh my god! god. You heartless you. Heartless, heartless bastard. The memes. I, I just feel guy, bad for the memes, man. I participated in the meme sharing, so I don't feel like I'm entitled to <laughs> um, partake in mourning over his death. But I mean, the guy lived a good life. Okay, 99 yeah. years. That's a lot of time. I have, to... It's true, but I have, I have to, I have to say this out loud, you guys. I always admire the fact that he is literally, actually. I think, well, I'm pretty sure actually. Yeah, he's literally actually he was worshipped as a god in a sort of Pacific island or something, right? Yeah, Prince Philip. 
he was what the fuck he's, like he's a worshipped. god he's what yeah like a god i think like a deity. <laughs> i'm just imagining you know that famous <laughs> picture that eventually became the meme like it's just like somebody actually put put the effort into printing that out and like pinning up against the wall and like creating a shrine around it and just praying to that shrine <laughs> just feel bad for the memes you know here it is here it is when i heard because when i heard the news i thought it was like a joke or something i'm really sorry rest in peace but like i thought it was a joke and then i saw it in instagram like new york times posted the guardian posted it's like oh shit this is real and then d- like, the right. memes keep on coming like i feel so bad for him yeah that's actually the reason why it's, it was so difficult to tell if it was a joke or not because the, the memes didn't stop even when we knew that it was actually not a hoax so Man. i just logged on to instagram and like the first things that i saw were even more memes of him and i thought okay this has got to be a joke right i mean it can't be real like people cannot be this heartless to the point where they actually cannot even take a moment surprise so, like, surprise like be sad over the fact that the guys that the guy that's been laughing at just passed away but apparently they are they people can be that fucked up so yeah it's it's <laughs> crazy here it is okay. if you guys if our kind yeah, um dear audience would care to look up really prince philip god here you go prince philip movement look it up like it's a real wikipedia page at the very least you guys <laughs> can look that up um they celebrated It says here the wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle by holding a party, hoisting the Union Jack, dance, and eight pigs. Ooh, it's a it's real. A, thing. Yeah, yeah. In and it's mostly the followers are mostly the Vanuatuans. The Vanuatuans, yeah. So Pacific, one of the Pacific mm-hmm. islands, I think Vanuatu. Yeah. Okay, that's a. Uh, Guess I'm gonna have to read more on this later. So rest in peace. But we're here to talk about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> are, are you just going to cut this my? Is... I was paying my respects. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Just uh, uh, say your um, condolences, and then we'll move on. All right. Rest in peace, Prince Philip. Um, we do not know each other, but I am sure that had we known each other, we would have been good friends. Um. Thank you and uh, rest in peace, um, sweet prince. There you go. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's Now our topic? Today our topic is cancel culture. I think we we don't actually have all the time to discuss this now, but that's, uh, because we're really you know uh, we've paid you know, we spent our time paying respects to Prince Philip and our last blah blah. But now, you know, we're going to talk about cancel culture. The word has been thrown around, like I think at the very least five times in the introductory segment. So we mm-hmm. are all clearly familiar with the concept. Uh, yeah. Fairly, you do have like the Obviously. sort of accurate, like more precise definition, right? I actually don't. Uh, you, I thought but, you said pre, but pre-recorded. I, okay. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I don't, I, I didn't come up with the definition myself um but you know i i did do a little bit of um looking into this and basically i guess the most commonly i mean there's a lot of like different definitions out there people have their own takes on what cancel culture really is but the mm-hmm. 
most uh, colloquial understanding of what it is, uh, I guess, is something that I got from Vox. Vox, I think, uh, Vox.com, they summed it up pretty well. They mm -hmm. said that cancel culture is a situation whereby a person is culturally blocked uh, from having um, a prominent public platform or career um, that, and then usually it happens to a celebrity or other public figures. Mm. So it uh, it's basically a modernized version of a public uh, backlash or public shaming, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what cancel culture is. But it's, so it's, it's really mm -hmm. it's really pretty interesting how you know most of the time, but yeah, the the cancel culture I think it's as a culture it, it's propagated okay, significantly by the social media. So technology, right? Without it, we wouldn't have this thing. I think um, yeah. the best, the, the closest thing we had, you know, pre-social media stuff would be, uh, I don't know, publicly, publicly shaming someone. I guess, care yeah, our uh, shame, you know, like the walk of shame. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's also like one of my first thoughts upon reading this definition by Vox.com is that this is not sponsored by Vox. But <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty credible source. Um, one of my one of my first thoughts when I read that definition was, uh, "Man, cancel culture is actually not a new, uh, you know, maneuver of mm -hmm. It's it's not um it's not a new thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, throughout history, we've seen many, many other examples of public shaming, right? And so this is just another manifestation of that, which is honestly kind of depressing to think about because it means that as a civilization, we have actually not made that much progress <laughs> over the years. I mean, we are, we still retain those uh, barbaric, uh, like medieval values where every time somebody fucks up, somebody does something wrong, we just immediately jump on the bandwagon to like, uh you know make sure that they get shunned um, by society so it's sad but it's interesting it's a, it's a very interesting perspective i mean that's that's the whole point right it's 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 and to begin with it's such an interesting topic and, and i mean it's borderline sort of controversial right or maybe it is controversial actually so um it makes for a good conversation topic at the very least um and at the most it makes a uh, sort of good societal reflection, um, you know, a lot of things can be said about it. So um, how about you, Shil? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think because I'm on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Ooh, you're part of the cancel culture of society. No, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> I have Twitter just for like a personal diary. I rent a lot. So I thought, you know what, what's, that's the best place to, to share my opinions for mm -hmm. myself, just for myself. But throughout the yeah. years, I see people on, on Twitter, they just, man, when when something happened and because of the cancel culture, they just ambush the, the person, you know, the, the, the person that did something bad, for instance, or say something that is politically incorrect or something. They just mm. go for it. They, 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 they sent death threats. They, um, they, they really... They, well, the the words that they use and in, in, in their tweets were also really bad. But I think what I learned um, from Twitter is that there's always there's going to be that one person or several person who reminds others that 
okay, we know that these things are happening. We know that he or she or whatever, whoever said something is wrong, but it's also not right to attack them before it's proven. But what's more mm-hmm. important is just to, for instance, let's say the, the person hurt other people and and her action affect other people. What's more important is that we stand up by the victims, by other other people who got affected by their actions, mm-hmm. and just just stand by them and spread awareness about it. But you know, the the people, the, the person who did something wrong, they're also a person. You know, they're they're also a human being. Sometimes mm-hmm. just you have to remember to be mindful of it, and. I mean, of course, maybe he does something wrong, but that's not a justification for th- these people to just send, you know, go fucking die or something. That's just man, that's, <laughs> that's that's kind of scary, right? Just so, what's more important is the victim or the people who speaks out against uh, the, mm-hmm. the events thing, and just spread awareness about it and talk with your friends. Say, you know. Um, oh, these things are happening. Just to be aware of it, I think that's that's what's more important. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I I copy that. See, I always thought of my 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 opinion on cancel culture is pretty. I mean, I'm I'm I've been always pretty quite clear, I guess, with, with where I stand with this. I always think the cancel culture is wrong. Tapi, uh, apa ya? But it it does have some. You know, it it has to be said. There are some positive side effects to it. Um. Um, such as, for example, I always love this one. Um, this is a cancel culture at its best. Uh, I would say it's when you know Trump, uh, he wants to hold a rally and stuff that. But then you know through the power of social media and um, I don't know. Maybe this is not cancel culture, purely, but it does have this sort of similar system. I think this is where like all the TikTok kids and the K-pop stan fans they they banded together and. They Don't sort of put them all in one basket. Don't just because they like BTS doesn't mean they're on TikTok. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I mean what I'm saying. I love two different groups oh my working gosh. together. Like, two different groups. Are you even kidding me? What? Are you asking to get canceled? <laughs> How? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not coming for you, friend. I am that's not just to demonstrate. That's to demonstrate how toxic cancel culture can be. Mm-hmm. You see, I've made my point. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. I mean, but but here's the thing. See, I think, you know, um, the reason why I think cancel culture is wrong is because it comes from this sort of false sense of contributing, right? The 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 feeling that you're actually doing something while you're actually not doing anything, right? Only just get by posting comment that you know you think this is wrong. We should do this, right? Mm. Uh, I think that's wrong. It's it's for at the very least. It, it, The only purpose it serves, I think, it's it's short term. Honestly, it's just get to appease your feelings at the time. That's it. So instant. I think will be a better alternative to that. You know, talk it out with your local communities, right? You know, at the very least, you're aware of the issue. You can bring your community care, bring light to this issue. You got in your local community. Talk about it. You know, see what other people think. Discuss and maybe decide to do something in your own communities, right? That way, you know, there are more concrete outcomes. You're still in touch with your communities. Um, I think, yeah, that's definitely a better alternative than just yeah, texting something on Instagram. Say, I think this is wrong. We should not buy this. Um, fuck them, right? Or like one of the other swear words. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually have a fun fact about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So, have you guys wondered, like, when exactly did we start using the term cancel culture? Like, where did the terminology, um, you know, when when was it born? And this is something that, again, I found on Vox.com. Um, <laughs> apparently, cancel culture started becoming a thing. Um, it, I mean, the origins can be traced as back um, to, can be traced back to like 2000, like early 2014s, um, and it actually finds its roots in misogynistic rap lyrics. <laughs> oh, ironically. Okay. Yeah, so apparently one of the first people who, um, not even 2014 actually, so one of the first people who started using the term canceling someone mm-hmm. was Lil Wayne, and this was back in 2010. Um, so a line, so like there's a lyric from his song called I'm Single, I haven't really listened to that song, but there's a line in that song that says, yeah, I'm single, and then N-word had to cancel that bitch like Nino. Um, <laughs> that just went okay. 100 real fast yeah. yeah yeah so that's how the lyric goes and then so that's 2010 by the way and at that time it's just one of those terms that rappers use in their song and like people just forget about it right it's like one of the cool terms like people never use it again and then it started becoming a thing when in December 2014 uh, somebody uh, from the show Love and Hip Hop New York um, uh, said in one of her confessionals um, to another person that she was having a fight with, oh, you're so canceled. Um, mm-hmm. And so since then, people on Twitter just, you know, it, it got a lot of attention and then people on Twitter started saying, oh, this is so funny. From here on out, I'm going to start st- telling people you're canceled every time I'm like pissed at them or like every time they, they rub me off, uh, they rub me the wrong way. Um, and so, yeah, December 2014 was when it, it, it was kind of the catalyst for the whole like canceling people movement, you know? Mm. Uh, and then and then um, so it actually started as a joke uh, a joke that has some misogynistic undertones to it as well because of that Mm. whole Lil Wayne Wayne influence right and then it slowly ever so slowly evolved into an actual like you know it's, it's practically one of the easiest things that come on our minds when we are when we define our era you know what I mean like (laughs) but because of that word yeah you use that word so easily like just as simple as this is very personal to me but those people who cancel other people just because they like mint chocolate chip ice cream ice cream sorry it's not it's i mean i mean they just Wait. throw that word easily like you're canceled from I that know. and until those um quote-unquote scandals like jeffrey Epstein or like mm-hmm. um that doctor who abused um the gymnastics athlete oh yeah yeah, yeah right? that dude yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, oh my gosh that was yeah. so iconic because the judge literally threw yeah. the like judgment papers on his face or something like that. Yeah, because <laughs> I think we should focus more on those kind of things, right? 
you can't use mm-hmm. because that word it's so easy to understand and people use it juga kayak I think we should okay. focus more on those stuff rather than just canceling other people just because they like or they don't yeah. like stuff right that's just pity like James Charles no, that's uh, no but I was actually about to ask um like what are some of the most unjustified cancel culture moments in history that you know because I mean there's the the the, the examples that you just mentioned Shell. I feel like they're some of the yeah you know there are situations where cancel culture was arguably the most effective tool yeah. to punish these people right but mm-hmm. then like there are also people who have fallen victim to cancel culture despite uh you know um like unjustifiably so i mean mm-hmm. um feel like oh she like could you could probably like to say more on this do you remember how bon appetit was canceled oh um, and now they're not even a thing anymore like i've never heard of them yeah. uh, ever since i haven't yeah i haven't heard of them ever since that whole debacle happened just as a background to the listeners i love bon appetit like these mm-hmm. people like failing and even will probably be sick of it like i talk about it on a daily basis i, I actually enjoy it i actually enjoy the clips that you've shown me Yeah, and like it's a, it's an unhealthy obsession. See, their their series were fun. I was not in a good place, so when I found like Claire and Brad and like the gang was, it was like all rainbows and flowers. Mm-hmm. And then the whole scandal happened, and I think it's rightfully so because turns out that the the problem is not just because of the the chief editor. I think he he. He, he, I forgot the scandal scene, but it, it's because of him, right? It's it's because of culture appropriation, I think. Mm-hmm. Or he said like, um, what was the problem? Oh, uh, uh, I think uh, it was Halloween or something, and he he wears he wore, um, just culturally insensitive, um, outfit as a costume, so people take offense mm-hmm. of it. And then, um, because of that, and it turns out the problem is way, way, way bigger than that because of the um, unequal treatment of the of the staffs, because of the unequal salary, and and I think the the cancel culture for that it kind of works because um, the the people who were really into that series and that the channel they um, because of the cancel culture, it's not just them being. Um, offensive against you know those tweets or their their comments in that Instagram page, but they go way deeper and then they they unfold the problem that all turns out that the staffs were not paid equally, and there were mm-hmm. they were um, racial injustice in that. So I think it's it's a it's a good example of a cancel culture, but it's just it hurts my heart because mm-hmm. I love Bon Appetit so much, and I mean I, I'm glad. Each of them, they have their own stuff going on. Like Claire, she has her own book, and then she has her own channel. So yeah. Yeah. What are the celebrities that you? Tragedy. Tragically, what? No, it's it's a tragedy. Oh, yeah, it is a tragedy. No, because they were so good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. So going back to my question, like some of the, some of the instances where i feel like cancel culture is not justified is actually one of the two 
Um, I just feel like, you know, I, I, I'm not sure what the problem was exactly, but all I remember was how quickly it all unfolded, you know? Yeah. Like, it literally, like, I, I remember um, I was just casually watching their videos like, like I used to, and then, like, the next day, Sheila told me, oh, they're getting canceled, and I'm like, oh, I'm not on Twitter, so I'm not sure what's happening. And then I saw people on Instagram. I mean, it wasn't as big of a thing on Instagram, so I just couldn't get really get it, a lot of information from there. And then I kept asking Sheila, like, what's, what's, the, what's the problem? What's the problem? And then Sheila just, you know, she gave me like these pieces of information and like, you know, spurts and starts. And then uh, after like a couple days, I think, I went on, I, I started Googling the shit. And then it just said that, oh, Bon Appetit did something um, offensive to BIPOC people. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then, Ever since, I think YouTube also doesn't want to take the heat. So they started readjusting their algorithm in such a way that Bon Appetit just doesn't even get recommended on my front page anymore. So it was that quick. It was like rapid fire. People started talking about it. And then people just, you know, said the cancel word, the magic word. And then the next day, they're not even a thing on YouTube anymore. They went from like having millions and millions of you know, subscribers to basically just dwindles down into nothing. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it was quick because um, not just the people who were asking for um, clarifications to Bon Appetit, but each of the me- members, is it like a boy band? Each of the staffs, they they also, um, I don't want to say came up, but they, they spoke about it and they, they they said that we don't want to do anything for Bon Appetit until this problem is solved. So that's why it's it got it was pretty quick. And but I'm I mean I'm glad they it, it's because of Sola, right? One of one of the one of the staff. I, I I just I'm just glad things work out for her. She's working for Babish. So yeah. Well it's mm. it's not never going it's never going to be the same, those glory days of Bon Appetit, but just, yeah. I think no, it, but what I hate the most about cancel culture i mean i will i will uh, also um tell you guys like some of my arguments for cancel culture like why i feel like sometimes cancel culture might be something that we can keep in our back pocket in cases where the people on the receiving end actually did something like pretty fucking terrible like james charles <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but before we get into that i just want to say that something that I kind of don't like um, about cancel culture is the fact that people are just reaching sometimes, you know, Um, they always, they're always looking for reasons to cancel someone and they would go to such a length where they would actually like start going back to celebrities or like a, you know, like a person's old tweets from like fucking 2010 or like 2000, uh, I don't know, 2009 to say that, oh, you used to be racist. So why are you still relevant now? Like you don't, you don't deserve a platform. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. Think about the children. Um, So it's like, um, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous sometimes the, the, you know, the effort that people would put into um, you know, canceling someone and making sure that someone does not have a place in society anymore. Um, and I think, um, wait, I, I, I don't remember 
the celebrity's name, but a lot of celebrities have gotten called out for tweets that they posted like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and all I have to say is this. You know, there's a reason why... They weren't called out earlier? No, not really. I guess, maybe. But but an explanation for that could be that, you know, cancel culture was not a thing yet at the time, right? And mm-hmm. so they easily got away with it. But um, all I'm saying is it's, you know, people grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like growth is a thing <laughs> in case you've never heard of it. Um, and after 10 years, there's so much, there's, there's uh, so much change that a person can uh, already have gone through. And, you know, the, the fact that that person still retains the platform that they have today means that, I don't know, my, my take on it is, it means that they have done enough good to actually, you know, earn um, their platform you know what I mean the fact True. that they can still retain that degree of fame um, in, in in the present means that they have done enough good things that people don't feel like they they they, they should not be famous anymore do you get me yeah and as, long as, as they show that they've grown from it you know like we all we all did like dumb stuff when we were kids right Maybe it's insensitive nowadays if we if we look back. But as long as they've shown that you know I'm grown, I'm I'm an adult now. Sorry that I said those stuff back then, but now now presently I don't really use that words anymore. I, I don't really do that stuff anymore. I think I, I think that's that's enough. Also, and- here's here's mm-hmm. another thing about no, like here's my point. If you have to look for tweets that were posted 10 years ago to cancel someone, that's when you know that you've already lost. Um, because, you know, the, the, the things that you're citing to say that this person does not deserve their platform. I mean, these are things that they probably said when they were not famous yet. And so why should they care? People are entitled to see, this is, this is where it's necessary to establish that line between when can a public figure be canceled for something that they say while they have a platform which allows them to have anything that they say like broadcast to the open public Uh, and when can a person just get away with things that they say because they did not yet have that platform that would sort of give them the kind of responsibility not to say or do certain things right that would fall within the purview of freedom of thought freedom of speech i guess i mean people have the liberty to to, to you know have their opinions and certain things i mean some people can be racist sure and that is a bad thing i'm not justifying that at all i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get canceled for this as well because this is an unpopular opinion mm-hmm. um but all i'm saying is when let's say i don't know who's a celebrity when um who's a celebrity that's gotten canceled for nothing Uh, How about Aziz Ansari? Who's that? Oh, oh, the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he? Uh He's a he's the comedian from Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But like, what did he do until he got cancelled? It was in the early, early sort of early Me Too movement times, right? 
Um, and a lot of people, I think even up until now, they still think that Aziz Ansari didn't really do anything wrong. He was unjustifiably canceled. Because really what the only thing he did was, uh, the story goes that he, uh, essentially he was accused of forcing someone to have sex with him. But then um, it turns out that apparently it's just like some awkward, you know, awkward sexual encounter. That's all, you know, the, man's, the guy's just awkward. You know, it was, it was all done awkwardly and there wasn't mm. really any sort of Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein thing going on. You know, you have to get have sex with me, otherwise okay, I'm going to kick you out of the industry. You know, nothing like that. It's just like a bad date, apparently, this guy. Mm. So <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit messy. You know, he was mm. essentially canceled for nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, some celebrities get canceled for things that they said before they got famous. And therefore, I feel like it, it kind of goes against the purpose of canceling someone like if there is a good purpose to it at all you get it yeah hmm. konteksnya jadi terlalu kecil gitu kan padahal sebenarnya it's meant to be for things that are actually serious serious this is a really complicated topic um, mm-hmm. to because there are so many sides to it you see mm-hmm. like and it's very very like it's it's, it's very fact based in the sense that I feel like you can only properly assess whether can- canceling someone is justified when you have the full set of circumstances like mm-hmm. laid out in front of you, the, 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 the full facts in front of you. Um, some, I, I understand that some proponents of cancel culture might say that, hey, sometimes it's necessary for us to dig into someone's past to see if they have said things that, you know, that, that warrant such, you know, um, such treatment in the present because uh, you know they they cannot be allowed to get away with it now that mm. they're like someone big you know I completely understand that somebody can make that kind of argument and that actually makes some sense in my opinion um, but again uh, I feel like in these cases where people get canceled for things that they've done like decades ago public shaming is no longer the right tool I guess um but you know i just i just realized something yeah as a law student as a lot of people yeah us did i think uh, you know um this whole cancel culture thing is very reminiscent of the um makes the whole principle of retroactivity relevant right because what you're doing essentially is subjecting um certain acts in the past to newly founded norms right you're applying the law retroactively you're applying the norm retroactively You're imposing consequences on people for violating norms that weren't there at that time, mm-hmm. right? So I think you know, as from a legal perspective, it really brings an interesting sort of um, topic for discussion, I guess. To uh, as to what extent can you apply these things? Because, for example, like the Me Too movement, right? Um, or, or not the Me Too movement. I think it's a bit too sensitive, and I don't really you know know the details of it. But let's say. Um, Well, gee, I don't know. Okay, what can you cancel for these days? Uh, oh, I have a good example. Justin Trudeau getting canceled for doing the blackface. Right, blackface. Uh, blackface. Back in 2011. 2011? When? Yeah. When, when did he do that? Yeah, when he was sure, like in sure. high school. <laughs> But okay, for so college. like like the blackface, for example, that's a very very good example because back then, you know, um, well really, really back then, like 15th, 16th, 17th century, I guess it was sort of, you know, 
I guess not really done in a, with a good intention, maybe potentially. To me, I know, I think for a fact that when I was like blackface is pretty popular in the Netherlands, and I used to study there for like um, a couple of years, and they didn't do that with the intent to offend um, anyone or anything. Actually, it's part of their appreciation of their culture, right? And so, um, but then recently, of course, it's been discussed how this actually might be wrongful to certain you know, members of the community, especially ones who relate to the, you know, uh, the black community, for example. So, um, but then the question is, would you then just, you know, subject these, you know, past acts to this sort of new norm that black fish shouldn't be a thing, right? That's, that's, that's I think that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Justin Trudeau didn't do that because, you know, out of like an intention to offend. So intent matters, right? Um, and the maybe, state of maybe. mind of the in, intent and the, and the yeah, to, maybe in some cases intent does matter. Um, mm -hmm. And the state of mind of the person doing it, you know, mm -hmm. um, some people, this is another thing. Some kids, when they are uh, mm. singing their favorite rap music, rap song, they mm. might say the N-word, right? Mm -hmm. Are we sure. going to cancel them for yeah. doing that? Yeah. You know, and uh, keep knowing full well that these kids do not understand the uh, historical significance. relevance, yeah. significance of that word in the first place and the negative connotations that it carries with it right yeah so uh, all i'm saying is just don't be too quick to jump to conclusions you guys when somebody says the n-word is it? i have a friend by the way like i uh he's a high school friend no he's uh he's actually a childhood friend and i remember one day we were sitting together and like he asked me um why is it wrong for me to say the n-word when i'm like listening to my favorite rap song and i'm just reciting the verses mm. um that's a good point i yeah i am you know he's indonesian by the way so he said i did not partake in that chapter of history that gave rise to you know um the n-word being used as a racial slur right mm -hmm. um I, I, none of the people in my family did, none of the people that I know in my life um, do. So why should I be responsible or why should I, uh, you know, yeah, why should I be sanctioned basically for saying the N-word when I, when I want to say it? And then my answer to him at the time was because I just, I felt like I didn't know enough to say anything. I just told him, well, I feel like, that ignorance you know that detachment from the history of the um, n-word and why it's like so censured nowadays is exactly the reason why you should refrain from using it because you don't understand how much impact it has you know when you use it and mm -hmm. you know you don't want to be carried away as to be you know, as to normalize the usage, just because you are not, um, you know, like none, just because you are not a black person or like you're not a white person, um, 
and that means like you you don't have any connection to that word um, mm. at all like historically or culturally or whatever mm. right so I, I told them basically your ignorance should serve as more reason for you not to use it um, but now that I think about it he has a point you know like I understand what he's saying mm. um, sometimes people do these things because they feel like well why should I be sanctioned for something that's not even like my, my culture to begin with? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not my history. It's not my, uh, you know, why, why should I be punished for this? Right. Mm. Um, and funnily enough, because again, another unpopular opinion, because I feel like Americans have always been the main actors in the world of cancel culture. Right. Mm, um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, a lot of cancel cultures actually happen in the context of something that relates to the American life, you know? Mm. Um, And because of that, we only, you know, everybody else, no matter where you're from, no matter what culture you, uh, what cultural backdrop you have, um, you are, you automatically fall into that uh, you, you, def, you, you automatically become subject to getting canceled if you say something that's like slightly offensive to the American life, to the American way, mm. you know? Mm. You get it? Like, yeah. I'm enough, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I think that doesn't only apply to the, the Indonesians, you know, we, we live in Indonesia and we have, you know, some of the best cancel culture incidents in the world. Take the Indonesia, the chess incident. Are you guys um, up to date with the the Gotham chess controversy? I am ashamed no. to say this, but I'm not. <laughs> so essentially, you know, um, you know, ever since Queen's Gambit, everyone's crazy about chess, right? And mm-hmm. um, the, the the Netflix series, and you know, everyone's been you know on chess.com care more frequently than ever. And there's this um, sort of chess.com celebrity, the man Gotham Chess. Um, and he lost like an Indonesian chess player on chess.com and he accused this guy for using bots right to beat him mm-hmm. uh, Indonesian netizen, um, the Indonesians they, they began to sort of spam his Instagram saying no 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 this is not true of course not like this guy is you know he used to win in chess tournaments you got just admit it man okay, you lost that's it you know um, and you know he had to really limit his Instagram post, um, the, the comment segment because of that. So I think, you know, um, that's one of the prime recent examples of how really, you know, it, it really falls into the hands of whichever community is controlling the social media sort of space, right? If you're talking care yeah. about, right? So because in this in this case, it's, it's Indonesians because it concerns Indonesians, right? The Americans no, probably I, I... don't care as much. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, you know, talking about the internet, it's a vast space. Mm. So there are lots of sides to the internet that we are not even a part of. And so we cannot really speak on them. Mm. But what I'm saying is, since the internet is largely dominated by people who are, you know, who... I, I actually don't feel like, okay, now I, I, I want to correct myself. I, I feel like it's not fair to say that it's just the Americans. I feel like mm. in the context of BLM, for instance, why should, why should we, the rest of the world, be responsible for what they did 
um, to you know that specific like racial uh, demographic, and why should we be subject to that prohibition of like you know using certain words or like doing certain things that could connotate um, you know racial injustice or like racial discrimination? That's true. Right? You know what? Hypothetically speaking, yeah, um, the word uh, if if the Americans they have the N word, right? In Indonesia, we'll mm-hmm. have the C word, I guess. It, it was a big mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, funnily enough, yeah, that, that's not a big thing, right? Yeah, overseas in the US, for example, if we say someone's mm-hmm. Chinese, nobody's going to take any offense to it, right? You're not going to get exactly. canceled for saying Chinese, even though you're going exactly. to get canceled most probably in another community, like, namely Indonesia. Well, you can you can get canceled. I mean, right now, I'm just glad that you. Right now, I guess, uh, you know, you you most probably will get canceled if you say Ling Ling online. You know, Ling Ling is that a thing? I'm not even it's aware. Offensive, of that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It that's, is. That's it an is offensive, offensive way to say the Chinese. It has community. made it into the cancel culture dictionary of words you cannot say. See, I so, I am not aware of these things. Like, how am I supposed to be expected to be aware of these things? I think that's that's yeah. that's why cancel culture is also kind of important, just to bring awareness and just don't be ignorant. Like from about from what you said, Val. I think for me, yeah, personally, because of the whole cancel culture on, uh, and also BLM, I also get mm-hmm. um informed, educated, educated. Yes. Kind of, okay, that's not my culture. I I don't have any um direct connection to that culture, and also the racial problem there but at least I know I'm aware and because you never know kind maybe like in 10 years maybe like I would never know mm. but at least I know that, that, that that's a problem and I cannot just stay ignorant about that because that's just hurtful and if you say that just lightly and like why would I care like, the same thing with the c word like I and in Indonesia that should not be taken lightly it's, it's offensive and it has a, a an important background to it. Like, it's not just a word. You're also bring uh you're also bringing up the whole uh and like the, the history, right? It's yeah, it's not yeah. just a word. It's offensive and but yeah, it's it's just hurtful, I think. And it's, yeah. it's, it's you're not respecting other people, and that's that's where I think cancel culture plays a an important part. But you know, there's just I don't like how these things are taken for granted. Because I feel like, for example, I have a quite a strong opinion on the China thing. I think people shouldn't shy away from using that term because it's not offensive. It's not supposed to be offensive, right? China yeah. just describes, you know, your, your race and everyone has their race. I mean, a race shouldn't be offensive, right? You can be black, you can be white, you can be Chinese, you can be I don't know, whatever, whatever, right? Whatever, right. <laughs> so I mean, it shouldn't be offensive to say, okay, this is your origin, this is your identity, right? So, I don't know, like, the, the, just because there's this okay, one big bad incident in history, and, you know, um, I guess my point is that maybe it should be an idea to sort of reclaim these offensive terms, right? Yeah, yeah. Because China is not even supposed to be offensive. Mm-hmm. Right. When did it start becoming becoming offensive? I, don't know. I, I think I said that because some people use that in an offensive in, in an offensive way. Fan, okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's just course. a word. It's it's just a word. But until up to this day, just people throw that word around, 
and but they they didn't mean it in a, in a good way as in kayak oh lo orang ma- oh lo uh, orang apa kayak that's the, that's just nice gitu mm-hmm. but like if you put it in a in a, in a bad context then it became offensive of course kan kayak oh they do this mm-hmm. karena 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 mereka c word like just tapi mm-hmm. you know what yeah. people need to stop need to mind their own business and like just 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 <laughs> don't, don't say not... those words guys see like I mean, <laughs> yeah kan but that's that's the thing yeah I think in those cases it's not the word the word's not guilty okay? yeah, or the, the usage of the word is not in me mm-hmm. it's, the con- it's, it's just the guy right it's just the person when it comes to bullies okay, when it comes to assholes is, they're assholes they're assholes you yeah, can't do anything about that is, it that is so true because let's let's take racism racism is a that's a perfect example in this situation like racism is not just what you say and what you do racism is also a state of mind you see it's a mental state and so when um when people say you're racist for attaching certain stereotypes to you know people that comes from a certain like you know race it's just rash in my opinion because think, yeah, stereotypes yeah. stereotypes do not equal racism mm-hmm. you get you get me yeah like, in fact i i'd say they lubricate you know intercultural social interaction Mm-hmm. that you have certain stereotypes means that you have you sort of learned some stuff about other people's culture right isn't that good yeah. isn't that a great thing yeah yeah exactly and like some people are actually okay with being stereotyped because they know that it's true stereotypes exist for a reason you know um they they stereotypes are born because a group of people have been doing you know something like a certain way or like they've been uh, you know conducting themselves like in a certain manner and that's why you know uh, voila tiba-tiba ada stereotype gitu um and so it doesn't have to always be racist for you to say that oh because you're chinese uh you tend to have a more like diverse diet than like the rest of the world like you eat stuff that normally people wouldn't eat i mean that is technically true mm-hmm. is it a bad thing not necessarily no yeah you know yeah. i mean that would be pretty interesting if someone said that to me i'd say really i mean that's interesting because yeah it's just interesting you know just for the novelty of it i guess yeah what's on your mind when you say diversity right yeah I mean, I get it. I guess a lot of the Chinese they eat a lot of things, so I, I, I would, I would say, you know what? That's that's fair. And I, I actually want to know, okay, uh, you know, am I yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. I, I'd say there, there's some educational value to that. For sure, for sure. Hey, potheads. Congratulations for making it all the way to the end. You know, we realized that we've missed a few weeks of uploading, and that is mostly due to our conflicting schedules and real-life responsibilities, but nevertheless, we apologize for that, and as a way to make up for it, we are giving you the opportunity to give us suggestions on what we should talk about next. So, if you have any ideas, feel free to drop them in the comment sections of our Instagram account at WeSmokePod. As per usual, thanks for listening and see you next week.